going to the chapel and we're gonna get married. Gonna be the Puerto Rica. I know I'm not a good pursuer. I know this about myself. Welcome back to Two Jews, One Gay, Season 2, Episode 2. I'm Sarah R.W. I'm Samantha Schwimmer. And this episode is called Marriage. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wedding episode. It's the wedding. That's, Chapel bells are ringing. Uh, that's why we're wearing all white. Yeah, we're beautiful brides. We're both beautiful We're brides. child brides. <laughs> oh my god, we are child brides. We're so young and gorgeous. Oh my god, who's going to take my flower? Who's gonna deflower me? Do you want to take my flower? <laughs> what lucky like, scum is gonna take my flower? Scum, scum of the week. What scum of the week is gonna take your flower? Uh, Carlos. <laughs> we have to we have to reference Carlos every episode. So he keeps watching. So he keeps watching. He said he'll only watch if he if he's referenced. If he's referenced. Yeah. Um, Carlos, wow. you can That's, take my flower. Don't tell the benefactor. That's literally insane to lose your virginity to Carlos. That's oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if anyone's ever lost their virginity to Carlos. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. Probably. How have many virginities you, have you taken? I was about to ask that. I honestly, here's the thing, and this is going to sound bad. I, like, really aggressively, like, only pursued people who had more sexual experience than me for a long time. Yeah. Because I was, like, insecure. I do, there was one person in college I hooked up with regularly who I'm pretty sure, like, was a virgin until... You hooked up? Yeah. And I feel... So, one? I, zero? Yeah, so I think... Did you swap V-cards for your first time? No. I did not swap V cards for my first time. He had like just gotten out of a long term relationship. Okay. I do. I don't. I don't think that I've ever. I think there's one guy whose virginity I took, and then there was one. No, probably a couple. There were probably a couple of girls who like I gay virginity. Yeah. I've sure. taken four male virginities. Oh my God, you're collecting them, dude. What the fuck? That's a, that's honestly baller. I know. And one of them, this is so bad. One of them, he was a year younger than uh -huh. me. And in high school, that's like, you know, I feel like noteworthy. I mean, literally, yeah. Like development. Like, yeah. Every year matters a lot in high school. And so, like, I used to black out in high school all the time. Oh, my um, God. Wild. And <laughs> uh, there's this guy, real big mistake. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Uh, She's a celebrity. She's just, her phone's blowing up. But there's this one guy... Yeah. And he, I remember like making out with him at this like house party yeah. and all this stuff. And then like, good night. Like, I don't remember. But then like I went, I woke up with my friends the next day and we were driving around and like someone was like, I think you might have had sex with Michael DiGiorgio. What? And I was like, no, I didn't. Like, I would know if I had sex. And so I texted him. I was like, isn't it funny that people are saying that we had sex last night? And he's like, you absolutely took my virginity last night against the water heater in the unfinished part of Brooks' basement. <laughs> he, like, consented. Yeah, I didn't feel raped. 
I think I, if anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I was gonna clarify that. Okay. When when someone says like you took my virginity, it sounds very like assertive. Oh yeah. Like I don't think he was. I no. think he was stoked. He like was I think like, he was like, yes. you took my virginity. Yeah. He's like, not only like, did we have sex, it was the first time I've ever had sex. Oh so like, god. I absolutely remember that that oh happened. Oh my god. That's honestly really scary. That would freak me out. As like, a to girl. To be in your position. Yeah. Oh, to not it was. That. It was. But you have to also understand that when I was. You know, like teenage dirtbag, teenage yeah. whore. And uh, so I like it wasn't it's not something I'm like necessarily proud of, but like mm-hmm. I was like down to fuck a lot. Yeah. So this was just it was a it was a for problem sure. not only then with a lot of men. For sure, for sure. Um for sure. and then he, I saw him like mm-hmm. two years later and he was a pledge and a frat. Yeah. Um, I was visiting that school and his pledge master made him thank me for taking his virginity in front of everybody. Fraternity people are so kinky. But like Oh my god. Like for each and other. Gay. Yes. Like, yeah. Like oh my his god. pledge master. I was like, okay, that's some fucking BDSM shit. I can't even you're about to your mind's about to be blown. Our next door neighbor frat who were like yeah. we're good frat friends. Our houses were good friends. A video was leaked of the entire house in the basement. The pledges were all in their underwear. Okay. Everyone, all the, like, active members were standing up, like, rowdy, rowdy, rowdy. They had a fully naked woman, a stripper, but also prostitute. Okay. And they... Sex worker. Sex worker, sorry. Um, And whore slut. (laughs) But... And then they had a pledge eating her out and they were all cheering and then when he wanted to come up she put his neck in a headlock with her arms and like yeah where was this at indiana they got the video leaked and oh my god they were filming it yeah and they got they got the they got their charter taken away the next day like literally literally they put up like a cement block over like their sign in front it was real yeah but but um but also also yeah just weird on a lot of levels but everyone watching and cheering was crazy was so. insane. ATO chapter of <laughs> Indiana chapter. They don't exist anymore, so yeah. no one can be bad at me. Or oh if you God. are, you're fucking lame. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. How did we? We were talking. Oh, about virginity and virginity. Yeah. Here, do you want? Time yeah, I want things? the ice pack. Thank you. It's like not really ice anymore. But it's cold. It's cold. Um, yeah. And then yeah, I took a I took a handful of guys' virginities. I've never taken a girl virginity. It's beautiful. One day maybe. One day. I don't think I want to. Really? With women, I think I'm like you, where, like, I only want more experienced women. Oh. Yeah. Or, I don't know, maybe a fresh-faced, whimsical moment. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's beautiful. Um, Things that happened this week, we were just talking about uh, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher's character testimony or character letters to the judge for Danny Masterson Masterson. I'll say at the top my general thank you my my I'll say at the top my general opinion of like this is really hard I don't believe in prisons okay and so for even rapists. Where do rapists go? Heaven? That's so... Yeah, yeah directly. <laughs> straight down. 
<laughs> you know in the movie this is the end where you get like sucked up to heaven yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like whoop yeah you know Just the movie right all up, dogs right go to there. heaven it's all it's all, all rapists go, go to heaven <laughs> okay so where do you, okay so you oh don't God. like prisons for anyone go on um so it's hard for you so you're I wouldn't say that's hard for me. Okay, here's the thing. So like abolitionism is a process. I understand we don't have like we don't have mechanisms in place right now to like divert people necessarily. So I think that's a hard thing, right? Because it's like right. abolitionism, it's like incredibly multifaceted. You're working with like community reform so that crime it's it's like crime prevention is a lot of it in the sense mm-hmm. of like you're trying to like fill the gaps of society and also dismantle the structures that then lead to various like crimes right mm-hmm. so it's like when it comes to like something like rape you're like dismantling toxic masculinity you're you know doing consent education yeah. yada 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 um but the, yeah it's not like okay we're just gonna like close down all prisons and then that's like, it like yeah everyone's out right so i think it's hard for me rape is a really hard one because there's no way this is i honestly believe i'm like there's no way to get justice for rape the victim you you can't undo it's like there's no way to or murder yeah i think for those like more like serious violent crimes it's like there's nothing you can do to like rectify the situation and make it whole that the prison system is gonna bring Because, like, what happens? Like, one person goes to jail. You're not dismantling the, like, structures that allow rape to exist Mm -hmm. in society. So, it's, like, one... And that was my problem with the Me Too movement. It's, like, we're asking for accountability, but it was, like, asking for accountability and then picking out, like, individual people instead of, like, dismantling the structures that be. And it's, like, Mm. not that individual people shouldn't be accountable for their actions. They absolutely should. So, what do you think should happen to Danny Masterson? Who is who was found guilty of raping yeah. two women? I think, based on the structures that we have, like jail is the only. Mm-hmm. There's no. There's no way to hold him accountable, right? Yeah. That. But I think that part of abolitionism is imagining alternatives. So it's like even if you don't seek them out, it's kind of like. Part of abolitionism is creative play. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's it's finding your inner child. <laughs> The key part to abolition is some act out work. Is self love. Um, no, that that makes sense. Yeah. Also, though, I think though, like, obviously, we can't ask the victims, but yeah. like, but a lot but, of them did want jail time. I will right. say that. Like in those cases, or like the yeah. like if in murder cases, like the families, like, right. yes, there's no rectification, but there can be some right. sort of solace. Yeah. For the families and, and victims I, I through think that's prison. What's, that's what's hard, too, is, like, h- having experienced sexual violence. Like, I've never brought the criminal justice system into that, but I have brought, like, Title IX or whatever. Like, in, institutions. Other authoritarian. And at one point was, like, puni- like, punitive actions was, like, very much what I wanted. Yeah. But then when I went through that process and, like, experienced how traumatizing, like. Those processes see, are for I the victims. I was like, oh, my God, there has to be a better way. Than, and there like, isn't. Going, and Not yet. Yeah, I mean, I've done some, like, restorative justice stuff, and that honestly did help me heal more than anything else. But it takes both people being willing to do that work and, like, kind of an ideal situation. Right. And I'm I'm also, like, I, I thought with the Me Too movement, like, it, we did ourselves a big disservice mm-hmm. as women for by painting with a really broad brush. Right. Like, 100%. 
like Louis C.K. and Harvey Weinstein didn't do the same right. thing, right? Right. There was definitely power struck. Like what right. Louis C.K. did was very wrong, 100%. but like there's more opportunity, I think, for restorative, reformative justice in the Louis C.K. situation than like 100%, Harvey Weinstein, 100%. who was fucking raping 100%. women and blocking them from I, leaving. I I 100% agree with that. I think that in those situations, especially like if you know. If you had a relationship with a person beforehand, mm-hmm. like there are lots of things that lend itself to make it easier to have a restorative process versus like just like repetitive, violent, which I think right. in Danny Masterson's case, like, and then there's also like the institution of Scientology at play. And, oh my God, like, which has so much rape. Yeah. There's a lot of rape yeah. in the Scientology church. I want to be a. I want you to come after me. Come Sci- after. First us. it was the fatwa. Now, now it, we, we want to declare. Honestly, here's the thing. I'm gonna be honest. Like a fatwa is a lot sillier to me than like Scientology coming really? after. Really? Yeah, because. That's like, like kind of rude to the. No, but like we want to we make it in entertainment, and a lot of them are Scientologists. I know, but they're having their day of reckoning. I hope so. Also, it makes us more relevant. I know. I'd rather, like, street cred, I'd rather... Salman Rushdie, no one cares anymore. (laughs) Uh, Um, It's scary. But I I mean, whatever it takes to be famous, I guess. Yeah. Whatever whatever cancellation will help us more. But (laughs) diverting back to... So, the Danny Masterson thing. So, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, who are a married couple, who also, before they were married, were on that 70s show with Danny. And can I just say, weird, because she was 14. Yeah, she was 14. She was 14. He was what? Like, like 20 19, or? 20. Yeah. And they kissed. Yeah. And, and she, she liked like, it. He now was, he's her husband. I know. And she was like, he was like a big brother figure to me. A bunch of people are now coming out in defense of her and they're like, she was abused. And I was like, okay, let's not. Don't put words in her mouth. It's the same thing mouth. with Melania when people were like. Blink twice if you need help. Yeah. I'm like, okay, there it is entirely possible that that was her lived experience. But also, like, let's not take away from the fact her that agency, she... Her agency, that she can make decisions as a and woman. And also her own role in defending Danny. Oh, Mila. Yeah. I see. I see what you're saying. I... Here, those were leaked. Yeah. They were never supposed to be read by anyone 100%. but the judge. And they could also, I I doubt that they will, but you can you can get in trouble for leaking stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And so, not supposed to. like, now that it's been leaked, obviously it looks so, so bad. And, like, yeah. it did oh, cause uh, yeah. pain and harm to the victims. Yeah. And they shouldn't have written My Your opinion is that they shouldn't have written it. Well, it's really hard. I mean, I think... If your dad raped two people, would you write a character statement for him? Or character? That's what's so hard. See, like, I would. Yeah. I mean, that's what's, like... And I think that this goes back to the, like, abolitionist side of things. Because it's, like, everybody who's ever done anything bad has people who love them. Mm-hmm. For the most part. And no one is the worst thing that they've done. Right. And I think that that's... Honestly, my, my favorite book that kind of deals in this topic... It's called Open City by Tasha Cole, and I don't want to spoil it, but, like... Fiction? Yeah, it's fiction. And it really... And then the other... My favorite other media that has, like, sexual violence themes is, um... Michaela Cole's show. What's that called? I'm missing it. I Will mm-hmm. Destroy You. I May Destroy You. Oh. And I... Both of them do a really good job of, like, 
narrative and i don't want to spoil but like narrative telling of like showing the different sides of Mm. how like you're your own you're your own hero Mm -hmm. and so you don't think about how your actions necessarily impact other people you're kind of like in your mode you want to know what song that made me think of what um I don't want to be like Cinderella, <laughs> sitting in a dark or dusty cellar, waiting for somebody to come and set me free. Mm-mm. I don't want to be like Snow White, waiting for a little prince to come and save me. Oh, I will survive with somebody by my side. Don't want to be no, no, no <laughs> one else. I'd rather rescue myself. I had to get to that one. There we go. Go we on. Got there. Um... But yeah, I think, sorry, I didn't want to spoil those important works of media, but I think that the point being that, like, we all are, like, the heroes of our own story mm-hmm. and, like, the people in our life fit into that. And so, like, how we see people. So, it's, I, I completely understand, like, if someone that was close to you was to give this horrible thing that's, like, so different than the person, the person that you, you know. You. You're trying and to reconcile trying, something like at the they same also, time. What they said in their, like, stupid... I think that it was such a mistake of them to release that video. I think they should have just have not commented their on PR it. Their PR team. They got a crisis PR team. Oh, 100%. And the, it was creepy. They do those videos all the time. They do that kind of, like, video of them together. Ashton and Mila. Yeah, yeah all, all the, the time. time. But I'm like that was such a i'm like just let it die because it will like people will get over it people on twitter will remember forever and everybody else is not gonna not gonna remember not gonna even know so i'm like just move on yeah move on there's nothing there's nothing to to say yeah you know what i mean you did just write it and we can all understand the nuances and make our own decision about whether we think that was right or wrong i honestly think they probably didn't even write the letters you think like i think that they probably just signed their name onto it there was like a typo in asher kutcher's one <laughs> and then like they someone was analyzing it and saying that they were using language that's like seen in scientology a lot they were speculating as to whether <gasps> they like have the, ties to scientology which that would be crazy i would be so upset because she's jewish i know i know she's a russian refugee it's hard to know because with celebrities because i'm like it would really surprise me if they were scientologists but then like scientology is weird and a lot of but also they like don't bathe their kids yeah a lot of people like start going to scientology stuff and just get into it and they like a lot of people who like are kind of like pseudo intellectual are into it which is so funny because it's literally sci-fi no i know but it's like these people are like oh no it's about reading and truth and like it's just kind of right they're like it's kind of an interesting intellectual exercise and then suddenly they're like they're so complicit you know my dad did voiceover work for them for the church of scientology in la and they never paid oh my of course they don't because they're (laughs) yeah they don't pay people that's not surprising yeah so yeah again come after us come after us but uh, yeah, but that was that was big. I don't know. It is it's it is like uh, it's very crime and punishment. Like, you very. know, like who yeah. the person that does yeah. the bad thing, but is still a full person with a full right. inner life and right. like complex. Not to victim blame. Obviously, yeah. like I hate rapists. Rapists are the worst. Well, I think that's for me. This is always the hardest part of it where it's like. Pretty much every single person on the planet no (laughs) has in some way upheld elements of rape culture yeah yeah whether that was intentional or not like and there have been times where i've done you know it's like you make Mm -hmm. jokes you 
make light of situations. You kind of maybe stand by your friend who did something, which, you know, I'm pretty, I'm definitely someone where if I'll cut people off. Like, if I've heard shit, I'll cut people off. But I know people who don't do that. And, like, I, it's. Well, it's interesting also, like, without being too detailed, like, Sometimes I feel like the way that I've handled the aftermath of situations I've mm-hmm. been in, in the sense where, like, I decide I protecting my peace is the most important yeah, thing. So, sure. like, I don't pursue things more intensely yeah. or at all. Yeah. And, like, kind of allow those people to kind of continue living their lives yeah. just 100%. as they were before 100%. is also kind of upholding yep. rape culture selfishly. Yeah. But I, yeah. I don't regret but it's it. Not, it's also, like, in that case, it's, like, it's not your fucking responsibility to, like... But it is true. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I think... And that's... But I think that's the larger thing, is it's, like... I get really sick. It's, like, it's impossible to hold people to the standard of, like, you can never do anything wrong ever. Because it's, like, we all are right. constantly fucking up. And it's... For me, it comes down to, like, accountability, self-awareness... Mm-hmm. Contrition. Yeah. Do you think contrition is important? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's like you can't. For the people coming after Ashton and Mila Kunis, I'm like, you don't, you literally don't know these people. Right. You know the brand that they've cultivated. And it's honestly goes back to what we were talking about last episode with Lizzo, where I'm like, people who cultivate their brand about, around being relatable That's, or likable, mm-hmm. like, they're always going to disappoint you. Yeah. Because people suck. Like, that's why we have cultivated a brand about being completely loathsome. Yeah, we're fucking bitches. We're bitches. We're yeah. stuck. We're yeah. hateful. Right. I also will say, though, this is something that I find really interesting. is Because I, I firmly believe that about people. But some people some people critique white women for like leaning on that narrative of, like, we're imperfect. I'm learning. Oh. Because I think it is... It's like, are you really learning? If you make the same mistake over and over and over again, are you really learning? Right. Is that a cop out? And I I do think that being able to say, like, I'm a full person, I make mistakes, and then I learn from them, like, that does come with a semblance of privilege because some people, a lot of people are not given that not able to learn from them. Yeah. Or like, don't even make mistakes, but just like wrong place, wrong time, whatever else. You know, like, white women are given a pass a lot of the time to kind of like. Mm hmm get forgiven be forgiven right for indiscretions and yeah i'm thinking of so many yeah like in pop culture yeah i mean it's it's a lot easier you know because white women are comfortable also being like visibly vulnerable which then makes people think that they're being raw and honest well, like, and then like uh, like all of the there's a lot of like writing and discussions mm-hmm. about like the power of white tears white yeah, woman tears for sure. yeah like when 100%. a white woman is sad every yeah one like mobilizes to support that person and so like even in like a context of like discussing race if like you go too hard at the white woman and make her cry then like you're the bad guy yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah white do we what else do we want to just get into the meat of the episode let's talk about weddings okay it is wedding season and I know my, so many people getting engaged or married. Which is crazy because you're so young. I know, but it's like a cry for help. Like, one of the 
one of the people, two people from my grade just got married. I was not invited, which is honestly hurtful. Sad. Even though I wasn't friends with either of them. But um, still. But, like, they should have invited me. Yeah, um, they should have. They should have had some respect. Their wedding pictures literally made them look like white nationalists. <gasps> oh, my God. You'll have to show Yeah, me. it was crazy. That's funny. They, like, kind In of a field or what? No, but it was, like, all... Yeah, actually, they did. They took some of their wedding photos in a field. They got married in a Catholic church. Um, and they're like the way, it's the way that they're standing like they have all their they're all standing like kind of far apart the brides and they're all just like this oh I oh did you show it to me I think yet? I did it is yeah. so funny oh I wish we could show you guys honestly I'm like I'm never gonna talk to these people again but it'd probably be rude we could, it's rude but we could <laughs> we blur their photos our faces. we'll put emojis on <laughs> Um, so many people from my school would hate me. Whatever. Really? I really don't care. Not really, but if we ever okay, up, it's we didn't make them take that photo. Because I called them white nationalists. But he is, oh. he is joining the military. You said, well, benefactor was but, in the Navy. Okay, but Marine Corps? More intense. More like, intense. And also, not to, Chris was, you know. In the Navy in, band. In the Navy band, which is honestly kind of a vibe. It is this a guy's vibe. joining the officer. He's doing an officer training for the Marines. She works for a Republican think tank. Oh. They're they're literally, I'm like, it's um, not that much of a Oh. Story. It's like, that I is, thought they were like you, but they just looked like that. No. I see. They converted to Catholicism like a couple of months ago before they got married. Both did. Yeah. No, it's weird. It's definitely weird. Um. Are we going to play the wet, newlywed game? Yeah. How do we want to do that? I don't know. Well, okay. Wait, I'll here's re- I'll actually, re- should we just read the questions and then we can just kind of both answer them? Yeah, I guess that's of, easier. Okay. Also, we totally forgot that this is a podcast, and if we wrote things down, yeah, it'd be flipped. for listeners. Oh. they would be able to read what yeah, we put up. So we've done that before. <laughs> You've made that mistake. We've made many a mistake. It's fine. Okay. okay. <laughs> how did Samantha meet her spouse? Oh, I was thinking like, how did we meet each other? Oh, we're spouses. We're the spouses. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay, okay. We're the newlyweds. Um, how did we meet? Actually, I was literally talking about this this morning. We um, met at Madhouse, yeah. a comedy club. Yeah. We were, uh, Frankie. Yeah. Gonzal- we were talking about it this morning. Frankie Gonzalez was just like, she's here. Like, was pretty much yeah. like, you guys need to meet. They were setting it up like. We were going to hate each other. They were, like, I talking was, it up for weeks. I was like, actively these, told that I was going to hate you. And I was told that you would hate me. No one thought that I would hate you. <laughs> it was always just, like, Sarah's going to fucking hate you. And you're just going to have to live with it. Um, That's and, funny. But, the, like, the setup was very much, like, we were both at Madhouse, the comedy club. and We had heard a lot about one another, but had, had never heard, met each talked, other. And we had, a lot, we had mutual friends, but just, like, had ships passing the night vibes. Mm-hmm. And... We met and it was honestly instant. It was instant. Chemistry. What's so funny? So they're like, you know, at comedy clubs, yeah. there's the hang, and the hang is important. Yeah. And so we were like standing in a circle outside of yeah. the comedy club, and Samantha and I were just like doing like the Jew debrief yeah, that yeah, Jews yeah. do. Jewish geography. Like, we did, know, did you do cam? Nifty? Did you do yeah, like da, 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 youth groups? Like, blah blah blah. Yeah. And they were all just listening and watching us. And they were in all because they'd never seen it before because all these people only hang out with boys, and so they yeah. just have no. They're like, what is happening? Yeah, and like it's a language that either you speak or, or you, you don't. don't. Um, <laughs> he did not. And then like we were friends from then on. Like literally from that moment. And I will say too, like even they were like, I was like, I don't know why you guys thought that. She would hate me. And Frankie's like, well. And I was like, oh, she does hate a lot of women. That does make sense. I you hate are a girl's girl, but. I'm a girl's girl, but I don't like new people. 
Yeah. I, t- I find that it- was I think that was the difference. It's like we had such an instant. Yeah. There was never a moment. Of us there was never the was yeah. Like there was never the period instant. where I was like, mm, which I've had with a lot of people. Yeah. Women. Honestly, men and women. Men. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I like I just don't like new people. I I also don't like new people. But, but you're worse with way. men. Yeah. You re- and you're worse with women. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it takes a long time for a new man to warm up to you. Unless we instantly click. Yeah. Like I was like in. Like with all of our friends, mm-hmm. I was like pretty instantly like, like okay, I like this person. Yeah, yeah. It's but there just, were others that it took the time. whole no new friends thing. I take very seriously. Yeah. But then once you are, you're, I love you. You're loved. You're loved. Yeah. So that's that's our that's meeting beautiful. story. Where did we go on our first date? I remember. I do too. I wasn't sure if you did. That's like what it is. Fashion Valley, Fashion Valley Mall, tr- and then True Foods. Yeah. We went shopping. Shout out Paolo. Oh yeah, Paolo Leo. Yeah. Paolo Leo. Hooked us up. Hooked us up. He's the manager and a comic, but he's yeah. the manager at True Foods at Fashion Valley. And, and we dine like kings. We really do. And True Foods is so delish. It really is. And it's one of those things where I'm like, you are probably my only friend who I could go there with. Because I've liked it. It's like, I've liked it for so long. It's like very good for all my dietary mm-hmm. weird stuff. But I really like Imagine it. if we took the boys there. No, I just don't have any interest in taking the boys there. Also, <laughs> like, let me protect my peace there. Literally, we it's l- a girl. It's a place for the girls. The first time we went, we had an autumnal. <laughs> oh my god, it was so cute. Bar moment. Yeah. We sat at the bar. Yeah. We ordered like really scrumptious autumn-y mm, drinks. And we had like yeah. that butternut squash oh soup. God, so yum. Oh my god, it's gonna be coming back. I know. <gasps> I love the soup. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Chris was really sad last time we went, and he was like, "There's." I'm not going there if there ain't that soup. I'm like, it's fall. Yeah. They're seasonal. It's seasonal because it's fresh. That so, was our first so date. Quirky. Who is... Describe what you first thought of them in one word. Oh. Um... So... The first time I ever, like, referenced you... Mm-hmm. It was because I've told you this. It was because Melissa Weissman, who was on our pod, yeah. booked you before she booked me uh, on that show, yeah. and that you were on the show with Frankie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was voice memoing him, and I was like, "Who does this Anne Frank bitch think she is? <laughs> Can't believe she's taking my spot as the Jew on the lineup." So I was gonna say Anne. <laughs> I honestly, because we were supposed to be on a show together that you banned on, because it was definitely like a bad show. This was months before we even met. Was it at the Grand? The that weird contest. Oh, thing? oh, you were in that. Yeah. Okay. I was in the final. Yeah, me too. But I just didn't go. Yeah, and she just didn't go. And I was like. I thought you were so pretty. That was my first impression. I was like, she's so pretty. And I literally would like, I like looked at her Instagram. I was like, oh my God, she's really crushing it. Oh. She's really. Love you. Love you too. So for me, it's pretty and I you, it's it. Anne. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's fine. Or it's like, it's like Jew. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't. Cute. I don't know. Yeah. But it, it was probably something Jewish. Yeah. Jewishy, yeah. But then my first impression when one from when we first met, I was like, oh, she's it's just like home. Yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah. like so familiar. Yeah, I like, got it. I didn't like it yeah. was you know how I, like with people sometimes yeah. you're like I haven't quite figured them out. Yeah, no, I was like I was just like, was, like I know instant. this person. It was like I've known this person my whole life. Vibe. Yeah. yeah. Who is the tidiest? <laughs> you. 
Yeah, but I'm not, which is a low bar. We're messy little trolls. Yeah, we're both we're messy, messy little scums. I try to keep my spaces clean, but like I'll usually yeah. have one space that isn't. You just have a better setup to be tidy. to contain. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, if I apartments a, are hard. I have so much room though, so I don't really get it. I've pass. never been in your room. Yeah, because it's a fucking mess. Um, Although I deep cleaned yesterday, so I don't know why you put this question. This next question, <laughs> I honestly just copied and pasted from this. We don't. We don't have to do it. She asked, "Who is the funniest?" It wasn't me. It was like newlyweds.com or whatever. Oh. This is a newlyweds game. It, yeah, I didn't, it's write, not, I didn't write any of this. It's ones. it's a lot harder when we're both comics. Yeah, we can't do that. No. Who is their celebrity crush? Oh, yours is Natalie Portman. No. Okay. Um, I do think she's beautiful, but. Well, Olivia my, from Love Island. Oh my God! Like, Liv. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, my I'd say my celebrity crush is probably Renee Rapp. Oh, I uh, uh, that's gonna probably have been yeah. That's such a good I answer. Know, and we're about to see her uh, at the Magnolia. No, where is it? So Soma. It's gonna be disgusting, but she's so pretty. She's so pretty. She's have so you been listening to her pretty. album? Oh yeah, so like good. Have you been listening to the Olivia Rodrigo album? Yeah, I have thoughts. You don't love it? I feel like half of it's good and half of it's good. Which do you like? Is it the? Do you like the pop songs more or the rock songs? The more? rock. You like the rock the more, more and the pop ones. You're just kind of like because eh. they're not that great. What about you? I've listened to it in the car and in the shower. I've listened to it once mm -hmm. all the way through. Yeah. I mean, I love Vampire. Vampire's so good. So I think, good. Yeah. And, and I love idea. Lacey. Okay, that's Lacey, a hot take because nobody likes that song. Lacey. I love, you don't like it? I haven't decided yet. I, I really like, like Lacey. I love a creepy say, little song. For me, it usually takes me a little bit of time with an album to really like it. And you know this is a lot because she's 19, so, you know, like, I usually would hate that. Yeah. But I like she's it. She's 19. I'm growing. She's mixed. She's mixed. She thinks she, she's kind of You funny. know there's a Puerto Rican Jew who's famous named Ariana Greenblatt? Yeah. People have been sending her to me lately. Because we both have the last, the Jew last name, oh, but the brown yeah. face. Yeah. It's a good combo. Um, okay, what is, who's my celebrity crush? I don't actually think I know. I don't, yeah, like, Renee Rapp is really the only person. I don't even really have celebrity crushes anymore. I would say you're a celebrity crush. Like, someone who I'd be like, oh, my fuck. You know who it is? Who is it? It's, um, she's not a celebrity. But that you're like, waitress at the comedy store. <laughs> oh, my God. It is that. I've brought her up so many times <laughs> when I don't sad. need to. She's so beautiful. Yeah. I don't know her name. Like, and I'm, I, I don't, mm. I don't think. Yeah, I don't she's even think really she sees she's me. Less of a celebrity. Um, <laughs> but like that's that's the only person I could think of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like thirst after people like that. I don't really thirst after celeb. I used to when I was like younger. When I was like a teenager. yeah, same. I would say I don't thirst after people. I really don't thirst after celebrities. Like I don't at all anymore. But yeah, Renee Rapp. I'm just like she's just so talented and like. So, and if beautiful. I had to like pick a celebrity to fall in love with, like it would probably be her. You know what's so funny is like comparing her Broadway to Starlet mm -hmm. arc to um, Rachel Ziegler. Uh, oh, Rachel Ziegler, yeah. Because I started Long following number. them both like for their singing. Yeah, for the same time. Around the same, the same time, time. Yeah. and they're similarish ages. I think. I think Renee's a little yeah. older. 
Oh my god, she is. Because Renee's younger than me. Yeah, but or is so Rachel is, Ziegler? No. Oh my god. Yeah. She when she started filming West Side Story, she had just finished. They had a work filming around her high school production of Shrek the Musical. I didn't know that. That's honestly child. She's I feel such so a bad for her because you know when she booked West Side Story, she's like, "Holy fuck, this is gonna be the most amazing thing in my life." And then it was like COVID, and then Ansel Elgort was, you know, kind of soft canceled, but also kind of hard canceled. Was he hard canceled? Yeah, pretty hard canceled. What did he do? Groom? Yeah, I don't even remember. Because that was, he had a really effective strategy of just like in, never engaging with it. But it like completely ruined the movie. Yeah, and. Like it ruined the movie's momentum. And then yeah. she was, and then people were like, talk about this. Mm hmm. And she's like, and she's like, this is my first, like, mm-hmm. she was a teenager. Like, not that she shouldn't, I don't know. But then she's like, made an enemy of everyone through the Snow White yeah, saga. Yeah, I know. She's, she's, girl's been going through it. Girl it's, needs to know how to pick I will say, project. she hasn't been media trained well. No. It's like no, really no, like no, no. it's Disney. It's they really should bad. be having people be coaching Coach, her. She's got you can tell she's gotten nothing. Because she comes off very condescending yeah. like educated yeah, girl. Yeah. It's kind of like why are you asking me that? Like like isn't it creepy that in the original Snow White like <laughs> oh my god, creep stock. Like you know it's just like yeah, very it like It comes off like me. <laughs> <laughs> um which is like if I was trying to like brand myself on that scale, I would not. I would be like, I honestly yeah. would take the Anne Hathaway approach, where I'm like, please never talk to me, but also like, I'll do fun little interviews and tell fun little anecdotes. I would do early Jennifer Lawrence, where you're like, I'm so quirky. I eat burgers with my hands. Exactly. I'm so quirky. I'm so quirky. I'm so quirky. I just have the quirkiest little persona. You know, um, oh, fuck. What's her name? She's that like you. Not YouTube, uh, like Disney Channel star Debbie Ryan. Her, oh, she's my, she's like she's the most memeable person. She's so funny. Her media interviews are so. She's like, you just we just took a try. She's like, I just got back from the desert. Like, I just got back. It was life changing. You know, you just gotta live in the moment, dude. She, uh, I right, remember say, that one? Yeah, they're like I always say. <laughs> like, are you the type that just does that this kind of stuff? Like, yeah, I do this type kind of thing all the time. Just yeah. spontaneous. Spon- just, just De- let ew, my hair. Her, her fucking. <laughs> She's like, I just made it. This is my Debbie Ryan. Or it's not Debbie Ryan. Isn't that her name? Is it? I get confused between Debbie Ryan, and Debbie Reynolds. Oh no, Debbie Reynolds. No. She's dead. Yeah, tragically. And that was Carrie Fisher's mom. Yeah. Rest in peace. Also, the grandma in Halloween Town. Yes. With. Okay, next is which of us is the better driver? I don't think I've ever driven you before. Yes, you have. Oh, I have? You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. You're good. Thank you. Am I a scared driver? I feel like... I feel like, honestly, we're probably about the same. Yeah. Like, you I know those like we're people... about the same. Where it's like, we get to the place we need to go. Yeah, exactly. And it's just don't like, worry about it. Maybe you curb check every now and then. But, like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. Like, you know the people be... who you drive with and you feel like you have to watch the road? Yeah. You're not one of those people. No. Like, like you can't be, like, a passive passenger. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's yeah. those people. Yeah. Like, my it's mom. It's not going to be the smoothest ride in the world. Mom, whatever. you're a bad driver. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone in my family thinks they're really good drivers. And I... Did your dad teach you to drive? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then we did driving school too in Kansas. We did. I didn't. I I had in California. You have to do like three, and they're always the most insane people. Yeah. The driving like they're always like these weird old crotchety guys that are like, please. Mine let. was an enormous man named Kip. For me, it was just like old. I don't remember their name. I don't remember. 
his name, but I was like, please let nothing happen to me in this experience. And you'd pick me up in a bright blue Mustang from high and school. And mine would just be like, why are you nervous? Why are you nervous? Why are you nervous? Keep your eyes on. And I was like, I'm not even nervous about driving. I'm nervous about your vibe right yeah, now. Yeah. Your fucking vibe. Yeah. Mine only had to slam on the, like, extra brake once. Yeah. They did have to do that, though. Oh, um, What is their star sign? Wait. What is your star sign? I know yours. I know. I knew you would know mine. (laughs) She's an Aquarius. When's my birthday? March. Mm -hmm. Three, two, one. Yep. Pisces? Close. I'm the first day of Aries, so. Okay. We'll give it to you. Do you identify with it? Yeah. I would say every day more and more. Every day more. Stubborn? The stubborn one of them? So, yeah, Aries are like. Kind of, they're not the most stubborn sign. Aries, it's, like, very, like, you feel emotion very intensely, but it kind of passes quickly versus, like, other, like, like Capricorns are much more stubborn than we are. Tauruses are more, more stubborn. stubborn. Leos are even more stubborn. Mm-hmm. But, because Aries are the baby sign, so are they? we feel things more intensely. But then you forget because your frontal lobes aren't developed. Yeah. But I also feel like my Taurus moon and my Libra rising are, like, very much Important. my libra rising is like so there like yeah, all of my indecisive my people pleasing my indecisiveness that's, that's like that's the justice all, person yeah, trying like, to balance it all out sides. like yeah, yeah that's all my libra rising and like yeah it's i'm scorpio rising which i think explains Ooh, a lot yeah, up to why on I'm the scorpio outside Mars. i'm so intense yeah um but then i'm a pisces moon which is what Pisces moons I are. Feel a yeah, lot. you're such a Pisces man. Mm-hmm. And then I'm such a weirdo Aquarius. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I identify with mine. my parents are February Aquariuses. Really? Mm-hmm. I like I love a February Aquarius. Yeah. Um, my dad's a Capricorn, very yeah. intense Capricorn. Yeah. My sister's Capricorns, Sagittarius, very Capricorns intense are Sagittarius. so intense. Um, like, and then my mom's a Cancer. Yeah. And then Chris is a cancer or a benefactor is a cancer. Um, <laughs> if you won the lottery, what's the first thing we'd buy together? I think I know the answer. Uh, it's besides a house, Samantha. No, I know. Honestly. What's your I, answer? I feel like a media company for us. Oh, Rana. you're thinking like intellectual property. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's make... smarter than what mine was. Uh, I was going to be like a theater. <laughs> oh. well, I've always of, wanted to own a theater. I would love that. Actually. Okay. That's a much better answer. A theater, and then we could do like, because if a we're cafe, rich, bookstore, right? Wine. Oh my god, a wine, a cabaret, just a ca- just, just every night. A I cabaret. would want a theater with multiple th- like rooms. Yeah, you know, like a black box, yeah. like that you could also make a gallery yeah. and out of, or like an event uh-huh. space. But then also like a more classic theater. I would love that. Um, have you seen theater camp yet? No, have you? No, but I do. Oh, sorry. Yes, I have seen it. It was amazing. Oh, it was amazing. It was so good. It was so. Isn't so um, good. isn't Dan? Isn't that Korean kid from that one Korean movie? What is it called? M- Minari. Did you ever see that? Uh huh. The, the little. Oh, yes. He's in it. Daniel yes. something. Yes, Daniel yes, Kim. Yes, 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 something yes. Like that. Very funny character, actually. Okay. Really he's sweet. so cute. Um, Highly recommend following him on Instagram. He's so cute. Yeah. Um, but no, it's so good. But anyway, so like the premise of it is like I own like, I think that we could own a theater camp, a camp, cute. Wouldn't that be so fun? That would be so fun. Where would we go? And then we could just wear like 
flowy. Like, theater and dance instructors for children get to wear the most, like, flowy outfit. Like, comfy. Where would we go? Which Just as long as it's not on the Berkshire. Honestly, there isn't one in... There's not a great one in California. A great theater camp. No, like, no. so many arts... Like, a t- in Tahoe? Oh, my God. Because I feel like sleepaway camp is so much more an East Coast thing than it is... Um, uh, yeah. 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 I, and Midwest. Like, I feel like everyone yeah. I know from Chicago went to sleepaway camp, Not that people too. in California don't. Like, definitely they do, They but do, but they go to Canada. The ones yeah. that I knew oh, really? from California who went to Jew camp go to, ca- go, go to yeah. I wonder if it, camp in like, Canada. Is the land more expensive in California? Like, why is? Is it more expensive to operate a camp or something? Yeah. Probably. I don't know. I don't anyway. know either. It doesn't feel very California. I don't know. I don't know. How many children do you, does your spouse want? How many kids do we want individually? You want two. Yeah, I go back and forth. I want three. Really? I, I know I couldn't do three. That's I just want like three because that's a party. Now I'm honestly leading one. one or zero. Sometimes I think one. Sometimes I'm just like, yeah. we have one of his bandmates. Mm-hmm. Um, they have one son. I just and it's think, so easy. I just think like. And they're almost done. He's a senior in high school. When I think about like the things I want to accomplish with my. I, I do firmly believe in like you got to give a kid a sibling or they're the fucking weirdos. I know. Even Simona who but, has siblings because she's my sister but like i think i would just have one kid but just like neglect them the right amount like i wouldn't be a helicopter like you have one kid you you let them hang out with their cousins all the fucking time that's the thing is if you have one kid you have to be around family yeah and then or just like we're just chosen family but what's really sad we raise our kids together commune it's beautiful you couldn't join the commune that my friends from college are wanting to create and then they're yeah. also bringing in some female doctors yeah. i've oh i recruit commune people all the time i have some doctors recruited I've yeah. been, since college i've like been trying to build so we don't have a lawyer yet though that's oh main problem well fine i know lawyers yeah but three is fun i, I grew up with two obviously you did also i think i'll probably do two yeah. but i feel like it depends what age i start having them because i feel like at a certain point money what where, where, where am i in my career like, right you just are gonna want part of me would love fraternal twins just knock it I, out of the park i do feel like really pro twins i, I used like to grow fraternal, up being like wishing i no, was a twin twins i feel it's hard when they're babies but then like i just do feel like it kind of it accomplishes everything it's it's the same cadence of one kid like you get them out of the house quickly and everything but they don't grow up as a single child that could be the win and then they have spare parts spare parts oh like if one of them gets sick yeah oh that's such a loving loving (laughs) wholesome way to describe it spare parts that's very like like those dystopic movies that are like you have clones so that you can (laughs) live longer yeah so you have spare parts like it's a toyota factory um newlywed. oh yeah that was the newlywed that game. was the newlywed game a very weird spin on it but yeah i feel closer to you i do too uh your parents are still together yeah that's nice they've been married for let's see they got married in 94 so next year will be their 30th yeah wow um did they get married in california no they got married in massachusetts nice near where my mom went like kind of like a classic wedding yeah, they got married. It's actually kind of crazy. They got married on the land that was my grandfather's sleepaway camp. I think that's the story or something like that. Cute. Yeah. Like where he probably learned to jack off. Yeah. That's where that's your full, mom that's got. A full circle moment. Married. They got married. I've I watched 
their wedding so they have like a wedding movie video or whatever and we watched it all four of us honestly we were kind of older so maybe like high school age or something like that and we were watching it and my sister was like who's like she was just like didn't recognize any of our uncles oh really she's like who's that guy and we're like that's literally uncle josh oh could you recognize them yeah that's funny she just didn't recognize any of them but yeah it was sweet but my parents jewish wedding obviously yeah very like pretty did she circle him seven times i don't remember maybe they definitely did like the glass and everything chuppah they did a chuppah beautiful chuppah yeah when he's doing a chuppah i love a chuppah and the glass but that's about you gotta do you gotta do the basics at least but my parents why my parents wedding is notable is my so this is like such a my mom's story but so the sound shatter um so my parents had my uncle my dad's brother do their like table card oh yeah things like this because he knows calligraphy oh that's cool is he straight yes wow um but he also yeah so but he did them last minute oh which is on brand Mm -hmm. and so he there were some mistakes so, like, he didn't write everyone's name. And most people that were missing, like, they just knew that they were invited to both the wedding and the reception. It was it easy. Out. But then two of the guests, so my, it was, like, my mom's, a friend of my grandma's, um, who, like, lived locally in the area. Because my grandparents used to have a house in that oh, part of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, like, thought that they weren't, like, only invited to the reception they were like oh we must not have been invited to the reception and so they left oh and then my mother so the like bride and groom go and jewish weddings go like fuck in between they do yeah and traditional ones yeah they immediately consummate yeah yeah. did your parents do that i mean they weren't virgins but i don't know did they go fuck they get time together i don't i'm assuming they did okay Yo. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. I'm like the kind of, yeah. And so they then like come back, discover that these people had left. And my mom freaks out, gets in a car, leaves her own fucking wedding. To go get them? To go get them. And like track them down. And she gets their house. Yeah, in her dress. She gets pulled over. For speeding? Yeah. (sighs) By a police officer in her fucking dress. And she's like crying or whatever. And this officer's like, what's going on? And she like explains the situation. He's like, okay, be careful. Like, whatever. And then she like finally gets to their house and they're like gone. And she like, instead of just leaving, like goes across the street, sees that it's like a notary across the street and like steps like goes in there and like writes them a note and so much drama i know crazy yeah Yeah. did they end up ever end up coming no (laughs) another probably dead so guilty well maybe not oh my god this is leaking water well you shouldn't put it upside down that's Um, the first i didn't realize it was upside down um um but yeah that was our my parents got engaged in Japan. Oh my god, romance. My dad prayed to the big Buddha that she'd say yes. Because he went there. And um, she did say yes. How old was she when they got engaged? Young, young, like younger than you, like 23. Okay, and he was? Like 53. Okay. Um, or no, younger. No, no, no. He was like 50, she was like 23. Okay. Yeah. 
And um, he was on tour with a musical in Japan, and she Which came with cool. him, Grand Hotel. And um, they came back and they were planning to do like a big white mm-hmm. wedding. My dad had never been married before. My mom was a child, so she had never been married before. <laughs> but he was then on tour with a play called Six Degrees of Separation. Mm-hmm. And they had a stop on their tour in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And while they're in Vegas, my dad was like, what I want, I really want to be married to yeah. you. Like, that's the important thing to me. We can still do the mm-hmm. big ceremony later but like we're in vegas like let's let's just get let's married. get married yeah. and so the cast was like the wedding party oh my god included in that cast was rain wilson what mm-hmm. do they still know each other no okay um he was like a kid he was yeah. so young i was gonna say because he must have been younger than your mommy like a little bit yeah like so wow. young that's crazy um and they did ever like they did pairs like mm-hmm. the the like, cast yeah. and each pair took chose a different culture to do like a prayer from oh so there was like a christian fun. hymn there was a buddhist prayer mm-hmm. there was like a native like an indigenous did we do anything jewish yeah okay good. yeah they, there was a <laughs> and then was there like, was also jewish yeah. um my mom wore Black slacks, mm-hmm. suspenders, a tie, and some sort of like top hat. My dad okay. wore a suit. So I'm always like, Dad, obviously she was gay. What's crazy is my mom wanted a Catholic wedding. She was going to do a Catholic, big Catholic wedding for Wait. her parents. Oh, uh, okay. But she had already converted. Yeah. So weird. I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. That would have been gross. Yeah. And I'm sure now she's like, I would not have Yeah, that. exactly. And also my mom in a wedding dress is so LOL. Yeah. What would she was she gonna wear one? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so that's their Do you think you'll wear a wedding dress? Yeah. Okay. You don't think so? No, I do, but I'm like, I could see you just kind of freaking out about it. No, I I'm gonna be so femme. Yeah. Wait, freaking out how? Like the body dysmorphia. Oh no, I'll make sure that's I'll make sure I'm teeny tiny for my wedding. He's not allowed to propose until I take up less space. No, I'm just kidding. Guys, I'm starting to work out. I'm not doing any disordered eating really right yeah, now. I'm just like pasta. being more healthy. Yeah. Meeting at home, not eating out as much. I'm drinking less. Yeah. Moving my body. Yeah. Trying to do ten K steps. <laughs> the basics. The good things. Oh, this is um, yeah, and now my sister's getting married. Yeah. Next week. Whitney. A week from today. That's crazy. Oh my god. She actually technically is already married. Wait, what? Because you, if oh, you get married out of the, the country, the you have to get married Sorry, at yeah. the judge first. Wow. So she's, she's a husband. She's a wifey. She's wifey. We were just Facetiming today. She went on a shopping spree. Mm-hmm. Spent a thousand bucks. Holy shit! For the wedding. Yeah, for like non-wedding wedding clothes, like for the uh, vacation, like dresses for dinner. Are they going? Is it, are they doing a separate honeymoon? Because they're getting mm-hmm. married in Mexico for a contest, and they're staying there for eight days. Okay, so no. So that's the, Whitney says. Like they have a honeymoon fund. Like mm-hmm. as she only has two things on her registry: it's the honeymoon fund yeah. and then a espresso machine. And so she says she wants like do Italy like, like next, next year. year. Okay, that's cute. That's my parents did that where like they, they waited. They got married and they literally went Italy is where they went. Yeah, but they didn't go for a while. Yeah, like yeah. he's never he's he hasn't traveled much at all. Like 
Yeah. He, literally, Mexico's the only place out of the country he's been in. My family wow. took him there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be exciting. Yeah. It's like, you know how it is, like, when you go to Disneyland with a yeah. child and you see it through it's their the, eyes? Yeah. That's what 100%. knowing bears Italy's like. so nice, too. It's like seeing th- things through bears' eyes. Yeah. It's really That's sweet. So sweet. Um, yeah. She told me how much her wedding cost all in. Oh, my God. Can you tell me and we'll beep it out? Yeah, maybe we won't even beep it out. I'll decide. But she said, like, all in 25K. Damn. That's, this we will beep out. Yeah. I won't even say who it was. I went to a wedding, like, five years ago where they must have spent. It was your uncle. (laughs) And. (laughs) We're beeping it out. (laughs) They they definitely spent, like, 500,000. Or no. Is that right? That's a lot. Yeah, like, my, no, I think they spent even more. My godmother, who is yeah. a real estate heiress, yeah, rented out a floor of the Plaza Hotel when it was still the Plaza Hotel. Damn, one million dollars. They had a caviar room. They had a, room? a big. They had a room. They had in one room they would have like a string quartet, in yeah. another room like a big jazz band, yeah. which is so expensive. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, they had like a nine. It was like a nine piece band. Yeah. But all the food, I like saved up so much room for food because I was like, oh, this is gonna, it's gonna be, be like a five. Like, it's gonna be five star dinner. They got this person to do that, this, and this person knew that, that, and like a famous person knew the cake, and like all this stuff. So I was like, but every portion was like, um, you have like, to, keep, like, you have to feed your like, wedding I guests. Serve you essence of cake. Yeah. Was like very much the vibe, and I was yeah, like, that was sad, but. It's like that one Parks and Rec episode where they're like, this is like where they sneeze in your face or something. Or like this, like (laughs) they flash a light in your face and they're like, that's a shot of vodka. Like, (laughs) um, that's wow. That's crazy. Are you pro kids or anti kids at weddings? Oh, honestly, that's so my dad's best friend got married when we were like older, but still. Oh, God. His wife was. I must have been like late in high school. It probably was right before. It was probably like a se- I was probably like a senior, junior, or senior in high school, mm-hmm. and they didn't invite any like kids to their wedding. And my sister was pissed. Were you allowed? No. Oh, so you were a kid. I. It was just kind of yeah. I think it was more of like a like if no- we invite this person, then we have to invite like everyone. I was more thinking of like literal children. Yeah, I was the first wedding I ever went to. I was like a young, young baby. I was like a couple months old, if that. Yeah. I yeah, I was a flower girl a couple times. I was never. I've ne- <gasps> this is actually You would have been such a cute I was flower never a flower girl. girl. I've never even been in a wedding for real. I like, haven't besides never, a flower girl. Well, you're about to be. I'm about to be a maid, maid of honor. I've never cuz like all of my other friends like had like aunts and uncles get married and they got to be like flower girls or like junior bridesmaids or whatever mm-hmm. else. I my one of my uncles two so I have three uncles. One was married, oh, who's, like, my dad's sister's husband. So they were married before I was even born. And then my dad's younger brother got married when I was in high school. And we were, like, kind of in the wedding, but not really. Mm. And it was, like, kind of sus. Like, were you, like, an usher? No. They, like, <sighs> honestly, we probably shouldn't talk about it because okay. it was, like, family drama. But um, Sam's family has such good family drama. But like, like not in scary ways. No, like just in like fun. the most stupid, random fucking shit. People crying for no reason. That was like, I was talking to my roommate yesterday and she was like, there has to be a happy medium between like how involved your family is in your life and like how 
I don't tell my parents anything. And I was like, yeah, she's probably right. You don't tell your parents anything? No, no, no. Like, she was saying that she doesn't tell her parents anything, and my parents are, like, too involved. Oh, and I was like, yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, have you ever met those parents who have a relationship with their kids where they, like, talk too sexually around them? Yeah. I think that's so gross. Yeah. I don't have that, to be clear. No, but, like... Like, my rabbi, the junior yeah. rabbi at my synagogue, her daughter went to high school with me. Yeah. And they, in the basement, they would call this one couch the cum couch because they knew that her daughter, their daughter would have sex down there. That's I'm like, that's so really nasty. Weird. That's a lot. Nasty, nasty. Nasty, gross. Um, um, but yeah, drama. Yeah. Oh, should we do that? Weddings are intense. They really are. Should we do the next segment? Yeah, next segment is, okay, there's three different, mm-hmm. there's three tiers of categorization. Yeah. And we're going to each describe what we think is yeah. the gayest part of weddings. Yeah. The most bi part of weddings. Or, as I wrote in the notes, biased. The bias, the, <laughs> the bisexualist. <laughs> and the straightest part of weddings. Yeah. Okay. Should we do like, we each do the gay or should yeah. we do that? Okay. 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 Starting with gay. When the guy cries when the bride walks down. Oh. I hate that. <laughs> I think that's so gay. Okay, but if he does, if Chris didn't cry, would you be a little mad? No. Oh, really? Okay. Be a man about it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> man up. No, I don't. I think it's just like also like yeah. the videos go viral when it's like so much. Yeah. I saw this one video where the guy falls to his knees. Yeah. Crying. I'm like, ew. Yeah. My... Okay, the gayest part of weddings for me, and not every wedding has this, but is when people do a choreographed dance number. Oh my god, that's, that's such a good so answer. So fucking gay, and it's they're never good at it. No, so they're like, like, it's like, <laughs> and they're like, it's like we took a six month hip hop class. I and know. Now, oh yeah, the first it starts out as like slow dancing, and then they like break like, it, break like, it down. What you, what you, what you? Yeah. <laughs> they're like woo, and she's in her like like whenever they do that, like she had an outfit change. oh yeah she's in the fun party dress yeah so the i think one that's with sequins. Pretty, i mean honestly maybe that's straight but it is no kind that's of gay. gay it's camp it's camp, it's camp. Yeah. and then the crying is camp because it's like yeah also it's like the groom is making it about him and yeah. it's weddings are not about the groom <laughs> i don't care what anyone says yeah. in a straight wedding it is about the bride yeah in a gay wedding that's about it's, the groom. It's about the bride. <laughs> yes. There you go. So true. Um, okay. The most bisexual yeah. part of mm-hmm. weddings is um, the the garter belt. Okay. That was one of my... That's, I didn't... I'm not, I'm not going to go with that, but that was like my backup. Yeah. I was going to say that or the DJ. <laughs> DJs are so bi- chaotic by bi- so energy. So bi Yeah. <laughs> like, well, who cares around yeah. all these lights? <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Um, but Or the garter. Because it's just like. The garters, yeah. It's because it's sexy. Like, it's sexy. It's but tantalizing kind of everyone. Not. But like it's also performative. <laughs> yeah. It's really performative. It's also just like. <laughs> it's like. We get it. You have sex with each other. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like, especially when they have like a big dress. Yeah. And like I've never been to a into. wedding that, that has it. Me neither. I don't know. It's so it's yucky. Did you ever watch Four Weddings? No. It's so good. It's like a TLC show where they like, there's four different brides and they're all competing for like a honeymoon prize. And they and all go to each other's. They all go to each other's weddings and then rank them. Oh, and they can't rank it, their I own, can't believe obviously. you haven't seen this. Oh my God, no, I'm obsessed. It's literally the most I'm iconic obsessed. show. It's that literally four weddings. so good. Yeah. 
TLC is also now on on Max. Oh my god, you have okay. to like it's we will, Chris, Chris and I love TLC. You rate you rate each show or not show each wedding based off of like it's like food, decoration. No, it's like oh food, dress, ceremony, overall experience, dress, or like okay. the category they think something like that, and like. People be like, are they ruthless? She's like, well, she didn't really spend time with us at the wedding, so I would give the overall experience like a six. And it's like, but she literally didn't know you. Like, they all try to tank the other people. Right. Or they're like, they didn't write their own vows, so. Whitney's not writing their own vows. They're not writing their I own honestly vows. think it's better to not write your own vows. Whenever people write your own vows, that's fucking cringe. Um, I thought one thing that I liked yeah. a little bit is where they do normal, before yeah. they do the regular vows, yeah. they turn the mics off yeah. and they just like, with, they have a little that's secret for moment. Them. It's right. And that's. So I like that. Because, like, think about if you wrote your own vows, you'd be, like, trying to get the laugh. Yes. And I just, like, can't have that. When the uh, Katie Hannigan, who was a comic that who was opening for Mike Vecchio, yeah. she was doing a bit about um, how, like, their vows are always just, like, when we met, we never would have known the the turmoil and difficulties that we were going to face. Like when I had to move one hour away to work at the other Cracker Barrel, <laughs> like, and it's so that energy. Yeah. Like when they read them, yeah. they're just like, I gained not only a husband, but a partner and a best friend for life. And or and then they always like make some like silly yeah. little reference to their dog. Yeah, and you like, brought Chip into my yeah, life, our little fur baby. Yes, <laughs> um, the three of us can do anything together. Um, yeah. Okay. So the Cardo I love that. My bios thing, and this is not always true, but a wedding planner who really is doing it. Right? Oh my gosh, you're came with such good answers, Samantha. Like, and not all what Some wedding planners are bad. Oh, yeah. But, like, a bisexual... Whitney's fighting with hers. I'm sure. But a bisexual wedding planner who has it all, like, laid out... Who, you, you don't even know the fires that happen because she put them and out you before you hear about them. you don't even know a wedding them. planner. Right. Like, you wouldn't even know. Right. She's just, like... There. Pushing through the space. Type A. Yeah. And then she's gonna fuck the groomsmen. Well, at least one of them. Or a bridesmaid. Both. Um... Them. Yeah, that's listen to this. My sister's wedding planner like sends her a quote for like decorations, and my sister was like, and on it was like a three thousand dollar upcharge for for centerpieces. Oh my god! I need to get in the wedding planning industry. My sister was like, I said I wanted like the most basic Mm -hmm. for this. Like no one can take them home. Yeah, it's It's in in Mexico. Mexico. She's like, I don't. It's outdoors. It's gonna be immediately thrown away. An whole ass ocean. Did you hear that? Yeah, something weird just happened on the phone. But I think it's fine. It should be fine. It's still... Benefactor. It wouldn't be that. No. We're fine. I think we're fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we got too excited. We did. Um, the So she was like, I told you I wanted the basic. Yeah. Can you please send me back another quote with right. that taken off? And she's like, oh, yeah, for sure. Sorry. So she sends her back, and that part's taken off, and the $3,000 has just been put elsewhere into like another thing within the bill and my sister was like what the fuck do you yeah. think you're doing like yeah. i it's the same amount like i just up. so it's like how that's like crooked yeah like but wedding planner they like i respect it like they fucking run i sh- we should have been wedding planners it's a hustle and you also don't need one like, no. you really don't like you really could plan your own wedding but i know i'm like so fine with eloping and chris was like i want a wedding wow because he's yeah. like, he's really proud of himself for never having been married before. Oh, Most people that. in the Navy are like yeah. divorced twice over yeah, at this sure. point. Yeah. 
And so he's like, I want to do it. I'm I'm like, well, I hope he gets that. You know, Most, <laughs> I've told you how I feel. Yeah. I don't, you just want to be there. I don't care how it happens. I need to be there. Yeah, I'll be so hurt. I know, I know, I know. My sister was the same thing. She's like, if you elope, just tell me where. Yeah, just tell me where and when, and we'll and plan. We'll go to like a diner afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Really cute. cute. Um, I do think I love that wedding that you sent me, the where they like rented out the delicatessen. Oh my god, it was. But that was the rehearsal dinner. Oh, that's so cute. So cute. They re- I this love that girl I know. Um, whose family's in Cleveland yeah. for the rehearsal dinner they rented out a Jewish deli like that's so cute we should do that and they all got like to just like order up like normal yeah it wasn't waiters so cute. I would love to do like a wedding like that like that as my wedding yeah party. just like courthouse marriage and then just do like a thing yeah that would that's be very, so cute um, that's very Sex in the City movie yeah I mean um, very okay the straightest part of a wedding other than, like, getting married. Other than the other construct than, like, of marriage. Than, yeah. Um, I might have to think. I have one. What is it? Wedding food. Okay, that's straight. It's so bad. Yeah, it is. It's, like, awful. It's hard to have good wedding food. Yeah, it's a buffet. When done well is gay. Except I don't like a buffet. Straight. Because... The weddings I've been going to recently, like I'm kind of yeah. at like the low the well, low I'm, number tables. I've never seen a wedding buffet be good, but I mean like a buffet as a concept, largely when done well, is gay. Yeah, because it's about bounty and getting what you want. Mm, and, you know harvest. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And and it's like choice and like there's a lot of it. And it's gluttonous, right. but in kind of like a but a you sophisticated way. way. Yeah. When a when a buffet is done poorly, it's everything straight. It's in your face past its prime overcooked or undercooked yeah no seasoning yeah i went to a wedding and i was low number table so like i was one of the last ones uh-huh. to be dismissed i hate when you have to be dismissed to go eat oh my god you know what so i'm talking about when they're like it's your turn and i'm like <laughs> table 12 because i'm not that good friends with the bride uh, and groom and but, so like yeah. but i fucking traveled to be here yeah. and then i got up and i was a vegetarian at this time uh, and all of the veggie stuff was gone yeah I was like, this is That's absolutely, and they ran out of beer. It was a wine and beer only wedding. I Dude, I might have to cut this out because it's a dear friend of mine who's so supportive, uh, but like, I did not like their wedding. I have to cut this out. Sorry. I respect it. She weddings like, are personal. Like, we're going to have to cut stuff out. Yeah. Weddings are personal. Weddings are so and personal. And most weddings suck. Like, most weddings are bad. Most. Okay, wait. I have to think of my straight thing oh, for wedding. I really am struggling with this. Um. Okay, you want to know what's so straight? What? Is, like, being walked down the aisle by your opposite gender. Oh, parent. yeah. That's really good. That's a really good answer. Especially the groom being walked down by like the, the mom, mom and like yeah. the and dad being giving her giving, away. <laughs> like when they ask like who here gives away yeah, this bride? I do. <laughs> Me. Papa. I give her away. Daddy. <laughs> I, like okay, so a friend a high school friend of mine just got engaged yeah. to last night. Oh, and oh I'm God. I was close. Mazel. I know. And you know what's so funny is she got engaged to another high school friend, but like they didn't date in high school, but he was in love with her from freshman year. Oh my god. He put like literally he grafted. I that's a kind I of I like made a joke once, like who put in a longer game? Yeah. Camilla 
of the royal family oh my God. or Michael fucking Dolan with Christy Catlin. <laughs> and honestly, maybe Michael. Yeah. But anyway, so they got and oh so, so sweet. That's Such so a cute. lovely love story, a love story of a generation. But her dad posted this thing and it was really cute. Her dad's gay um, now. Oh, nice. We bonded over having like, oh late God. in life gay yeah. parents. But um, he posted bittersweet moment changing of the guard and that make that gives me the that's, it's so straight for him being a gay guy that's the most heterosexual but that's so sweet yeah. i also like just didn't have a dad who was like that at yeah. all not that he wasn't like protective of me to a certain extent but like he has never once done it any of that even remotely yeah okay you remember like, even remotely he's never used any of that language my ever. precious baby yeah no like he's not a girl dad that's so funny yeah like he's not that vibe at all do you remember in the bat mitzvah when you have the pre-meeting yeah. with your rabbi right before yeah, you go of off course, and yeah. then the rabbi says the prayer where yeah. your parents give you yeah. away to god yeah 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 my dad wouldn't say it that's so funny but he said it for whitney <laughs> But for me, he was like, I will not. <laughs> like, my Sarah. Um, That's so funny. But, yeah, yeah. My dad. My dad, we were talking about this recently because my parents just are in Paris right now. And my dad had a first class ticket and my mom didn't because my dad was going for work. Mm. I mean, they're going together, but he has work there. And mm-hmm. my dad, like, didn't, like, my dad would never, oops, my dad would never offer my mom or us, like, a, like literally there was a time where, like, we were all flying together as a family and I was having like, a really bad panic attack. And my dad had, like, they upgraded him. And I was like, my mom was like, can she have that seat? And your dad was literally like, no. no. Dude, that is so yeah. ruthless. Not, I know. But he's just, like, not, like, he's very he's loving. Not, he's very loving and giving, but he's not, like, daddy's little girl vibes at all. Like, would it be fair to bit. say he? you wouldn't describe him as tender? He is tender, but. That's in, so like, very fucking funny, Samantha. Like, in very. No. It's my, I earned the points. It's my first class ticket. That is so Like, cutthroat. But the thing is, like, I never, like, second-guessed that. As being, like, it's not that he yeah, doesn't love and you. Honestly, you're, like, you've never felt current, unloved by him. No. And in my current, like, because in my current relationship, like, obviously, like, he's so, like, that kind of guy. Like. Gushy. Yeah. Like, gushy. Or, like, oh, like, well, like. Oh, acts of kindness. Yeah. Kind of, like, he does all of the, like, gentleman Mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. which i just like didn't grow up with at all mm-hmm. do you like, like it yeah i do it's really nice yeah. it's very sweet was your and i feel very like taken care of and supported. your dad was like a well-off growing up right mm-hmm. see i think it might also be partially because my dad's like frankie mm-hmm. am i loved are we loved yeah. um my dad's <laughs> like frankie but i it might also be like when you grow up not wealthy a little bit like there's this like oh I don't know. I feel like it's just like the way that you're raised, kind of. Yeah, like but my, how you're raised is like influenced by your socio. Oh, for sure. But I feel like there are like wealthy guys that I, I feel like wealthy guy- who had that mentality. Maybe, but, but not it's as like much. Fake. I think you're, yeah, I think, yeah, I do. It's like a means to an end yeah. for them. Whereas like people who grew up like middle class, lower middle class, yeah, it's like community is so much more important. Yeah. I think for my dad, too, like, his dad was not super present growing up. Not that he wasn't. He was as present as he could be, but he worked, like, so many hours. So, it's, like, he grew up with this, like, really strong mom. Mm. Um, Interesting. And, like, was very much kind of, like, a mama's boy in some ways. And so, I think that, like, mama's boys 
don't necessarily like Jewish mama's boys, which are very different than other Jewish mama's boys have like kind of a sense of entitlement that does not then lend themselves to be like necessarily good partners. Yeah. Yeah. Because they want the, they expect you to be the mom. Yes. Yes. Instead of saying like, oh, I was nurtured. Let me nurture you. It's like, I was nurtured by my mom and now you're mommy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's such. Yeah. I I saw this like I love a TikTok therapist mm-hmm. and I saw this one person I love a TikTok therapist. and she was like the number one problem I see in relationships yeah. is when there's a parent child dynamic yeah and I was like Whitney because <laughs> there is a little bit of that but she's like he's my baby and I'm like <laughs> they work somehow but yeah I don't think that's necessarily yeah and to be real, like my dad definitely like I wouldn't I would not say that my parents have that dynamic no I I wasn't insinuating no I know yeah, yeah. but I think that yes his like he doesn't have that like acts of service i was thing because like yeah that was just not what that's not how he was raised to believe men are supposed to be i was watching a clip of ali colbert colbert's Mm -hmm. podcast ali colbert yeah and she had nicole amy schreiber on yeah and it's not really that cold anymore or you can keep this one feels good just don't we have ice packs. It's very hot today. Um, she had Nicole Amy Schreiber on, and they were talking about how single moms raise the best sons mm. because it's not single moms don't really cater to their sons, but yeah. they fight the world for their sons uh, or like their kids. Yeah, and so like they are these boys, yeah. future men are watching right. someone like fight for yeah. a family. Yeah, and that like translates. Really well. Mm-hmm. I thought that was super interesting. interesting. I I don't know that. But I haven't like dated a single mom son before. I have not. Um, single mom who works two jobs, jobs and loves her kids and never stops. But um, yeah. Yeah. What's next? Was that it? I think so. Talk about our dream weddings. Oh. Well, we kind of talked kinda about. Did. Yeah, I think we kind of did. I've told you my other dream wedding idea. What is it? Where I write a play. Oh, and in the yes. play, there is a wedding. Yes. And my husband that. is my co-star. <laughs> and it's opening night and we invite everyone. And then we, we actually do it yeah. by the book for the first show. So it's actually a real wedding. But no one knows until curtain call. And we're like, this surprise. This is so HBO Girls coded. And then it's not like the opening night party. It's our wedding reception. Yeah. That's crazy. I do love that. that. And then I win the Tony. The benefactor you win. For both best play but and yeah. best actress and you can also win an Emmy and best director because we'll film it, we'll film it so. for tv Just thinking ahead. like hamilton yeah oh my gosh did you and see you what waitress is coming out on tv oh my God, yeah I, you have you seen a Grammy too. oh my god for the best album. music well yeah. okay so it's a musical now um well, I just kind of assumed i, I was gonna do you straight play marry a musician and then not have a musical album oh my god the first drum-based musical <laughs> on Broadway. We win a Tony together, babe. Oh my god! Because we're gonna co-write a lyric book, uh, lyrics and book, book and lyrics, right? I'm lyrics. It's, your book. It's ripping again. Oh my god! You just have to. What don't you understand about? <laughs> just keeping it level. Um, huh? What I'm doing right What are you doing? Writing his musical. With who? Oh. Okay, so I guess the benefactors over here are just, just writing songs. Other, they better be love Corey? songs. Is that what's how you want to marry? <laughs> They're love songs. Aww, that's sweet. My little brown nut. 
<laughs> she has a good butt. They're breakup songs? <gasps> Who's it about? Yeah, okay, for the record, the benefactor has a tattoo of another woman's name on his body. Is it about her? And then that same woman, or right, has her initials carved in the cement in front of our house. Wow. Chris really misses her. How old is she now? Probably 45. Have fun. Yeah, I don't miss her at all. Have fun. It's, it's kind of funny that uh, that mark is there because it's the worst girlfriend I've ever had. You were with her for so long. I wasn't. You raised her child. No. Yeah, but like for the short period we were together. How, How long, long were you together? together? Probably a little less than two Oh, that's not that long. But the daughter lived here. Ch- child daughter had her. Was my dressing room was her bedroom? <laughs> okay, that's kind of weird. Now I have a different relationship to the closet. <laughs> it used to be a little girl's room. There's still hooks from where her canopy was. That makes it sound like she's dead. <laughs> she, she's like 18 now. Um, oh, Chris could date her. Do you have? Um, <laughs> I got you. Just <laughs> you could date. Oh my god. <laughs> so, so Woody Allen. Go, Chris. If that's what you want. <laughs> oh. Our producer quits immediately. Yeah, you guys actually are not. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But it could be like the White Stripes, you know, where they're broken up and they just hate each yeah. other and still tour. Or like um, Jenny Slate still made Marcel the Shaw with her ex-husband. Oh, that hottie. Yeah. Were they married? They weren't married. Are you talking about Chris Evans? Yeah. No, they. Th- she was married before she did. Oh, Chris I didn't know. Wasn't that such an interesting pair, Chris Evans? <laughs> it and gave Jenny me. Hope? Okay, I don't. Chris Evans, like, obviously, is attractive, but he's not really my type. No, not your type at, at all. all. But it, I would die if you walked in. You're like, did. I have a new boyfriend, yeah. and you walked in with Chris Evans. <laughs> I would hysterically <laughs> laugh, crying. I'd be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, you're goofy. Yeah. <laughs> but it did give me hope. I was like, wow, Jewish women can be hot. Oh, yeah. But she's also gorgeous. So and so fine. funny. And so funny. Do you have a comp? Um, honestly, just how fucking hot it is. That's In general, not just yeah. here. No, not here. Your, your, the temperature of your home is perfect. Thank you. Temperature I get perfect. really insecure. We don't have um, <laughs> AC. Um, it's been so hot this yeah. week. We cursed it. Remember, we were talking on last yeah, episode how it's been so temperate. I and I was know. like, don't. This is the time it happens, and it's happening. And it's not even sunny. It's not even, like, layout. It's, like, it's, no, muggy, it's muggy and it's 90 not, degrees. It's disgusting. You can't even go to the beach. No, it's so Ugh, gross. We're so... I'm No, after this, I'm putting out our Elsa pool. If yeah. you're a real fan, you'll remember the Elsa pool from our photo shoot that we did where me and Sam had yeah. a baby together. Yeah. I fill that up baby. with water, and then I read in it. And Chris's dad, who's staying with us, thinks I'm fucking crazy, I think, well, when I sit <laughs> I think he thinks you're crazy for other reasons. Too, you know? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, you don't do well in the heat. No, Sam's I, I do so bad. Priorities in life are mm-hmm. uh, climate control, mm-hmm. food mm-hmm. control, mm-hmm. and sleep control. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. Do you have a? But you have ACC. ACC. <laughs> oh my god, you're upset. Uh, you I'm there too much. Uh, you have AC in yeah, your apartment, I do. though. I do. And it works well. It works real well. Um, 
also shout out to punky johnson she was so and dicey yeah two excellent comics and they were yeah. so kind they seemed very like they were just having a time i came off she definitely seemed like she's like i don't care about the club's rules at all which i do kind of vibe with but second show she they lit a joint on stage and passed it to the front row yeah, they were just like doing shots. I mean, honestly, they were just hanging out. You they could were tell just hanging out. It was the last stop on their tour, and you could tell. Like they said, it's like the fiftieth show. Yeah. Like that's so much to run an hour to hang out. And with. they were like, "We're sister." Like it was really sweet oh. and good, great vibes in the green Did room they because you? yeah, oh. they DM'd me. Um, there was this gorgeous, gorgeous lesbian back mm-hmm. there, um, mm. who I became friends with. Don't worry, she likes mask. Um, <laughs> And she was super cool. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, and also I got off stage mm-hmm. and I was like, because it didn't feel as good as my Mike Vecchione set. Uh, you know, those were such good sets. Yeah. And so I got off and, she, and but Punky was super like, no, that was like affirming. Oh, And great. like, sometimes you really need to hear that from someone yeah. who's for Well, my sister thought you, you were really funny. And you know what? Melanie's a tough, tough oh, cookie. My, oh my God. So tough. She's a tough she cookie. She doesn't really like my comedy. She <laughs> did the last time. The last time she saw me go up, she liked it more. But yeah. That's so funny. She doesn't love it. She doesn't like it. I don't even know when he likes my comedy. I, I don't want to ask. <sighs> yeah. She's, she hasn't seen me go up in a minute. Or actually, I don't know. But anyways. Mind comp is that right before you came over, mm-hmm. um, I went down this rabbit hole that I go down sometimes yeah. where I start looking into the lives of the people I went to Hebrew school with in LA oh. who are like wildly successful. Yeah. One of them is the editor. She's my age. She's the mm-hmm. editor in chief of Snobi- high snobiety. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. And like, does interviews with Billie Eilish. Like, oh my God. She she's, was, she, she's 28. She's 28, and she's the editor-in-chief. Like, last night was, like, the September issue release day, and Sarah. so she had a party in New York, and it was, like, all of the girls mm-hmm. from um, Bottoms oh my God. were there. Like, Stop. fashion. Like, so she, cool. She must be an Apple baby. All, all of those girls who went to a very specific private school, it's called Oakwood yeah. School. yeah. In LA, were like very connected. Everyone who yeah. went to that school, it was one of those super expensive yeah. schools where you called your teacher by your first name yeah. or their first name. Like yeah. everyone was connected, and like multiple people from that school are famous or mm-hmm. in the industry in a prominent way. Um, so I was just like, and oh, and she's dating. She's gay. She's queer. Um, Willa Bennett is her name, and she's dating an SNL uh, writer. Oh, who? Celeste. Oh, the, the non-binary yeah, 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 person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really they, funny. They write a lot for like Bo and Yang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, they, I, they I write, know who that is. Yeah. I was looking at some of their bits. Yeah. Because they posted like a carousel yeah. of videos. So funny. No, they're fucking their bits hilarious. are actually they're hilarious. Because so I know SNL gets a lot of you know critique criticism the thing is that, now. Like a lot of the writers on it are really fucking funny. Yeah. It's just like, the, what, but I don't think she's a stand-up. SNL is just like a very specific genre. Yeah, like some of some of the writers, like obviously John Mulaney was a writer, is a stand up. There's a few of the yeah. writers who are on tour together who are stand ups, but some I kind of like the ones who aren't stand ups. Yeah, um, there are a lot of like theater kid vibes. Right, right. I just uh, there's so many things, and so when I look at those, when I go down these rabbit holes, mm-hmm. I'm like, if my godmother would have gotten me into Yale, 
Mm -hmm. if I would never have left LA like you know like what would life have been like I feel like if I went to Yale and did like a liberal arts program like I would be an SNL writer (laughs) like you know what I mean like I or like whether or not that's actually true I convinced myself that the path's not taken it is hard I feel like for me something I'm struggling with because it's like I've always I've always wanted to be something creative and do something creative and that is always what I've wanted Mm -hmm. and I've always just like had this voice in my head wherever it comes from that's like that's not practical you need to find something else you need Mm -hmm. to find something else that can't be your dream probably probably a little bit influenced whether or not your parents have ever said it but they're both professionals Uh, definitely high achieving family I also think part of it is like my uncle was in the industry my entire childhood and like I saw how hard how hard it was and how brutal it was and he was in it in like such a in a very different way than I would ever want to be in Because he it. wasn't being as creative. He well, was more on the he, business side, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, but he, he was an actor. Oh, I didn't know he that. He has an MFA. Oh, I didn't know any of that. Um, So he started out as an actor and, like, was doing, like, like random commercial work mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And that was just, like, gut-wrenching. Yeah. And then switched Like, it's almost over. humiliating. Yeah, and then switched over to producing as, mm-hmm. like, a way to, like, survive in the industry and, like, as a creative outlet still. Like, I, he's definitely... Not that he doesn't have business savvy or whatever, but, like, he's definitely much more of a creative than yeah. he is a business person. He's, mm-hmm. like... He has, like... He has, like, charisma and charm that does well in business, but it's, like, very much the performer part of him right. that gets him there. There's a lot of, like, showmanship. That's what I've always felt about myself with businesses. Like, I'm yeah. good at, like, talking. Same. But after that, Same. I'm, like... I yeah. have nothing else I'm to I'm great at the, you. like, idea generation because yeah. it's, like, create a part of my brain. But, like, and then not the, I'm good at execution, but, like, I don't have the hard skills necessarily all the time. It's, like, but I, like, dream really big. But, mm-hmm. um, no, I'm, I'm the same exact way. But, but you're better at implementation than I am. I'm just very persistent. Yeah. Which is, like, Nevertheless, she persists. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I think that that, like, having that window into the industry freaked you out and like that was someone who like he had no connection like mm-hmm. he moved to LA when he was like he like got his MFA in San Francisco at ECT and then moved mm-hmm. to LA and just had no connections and just like did it back tried. then you could kind of do that more than but, he, but he like really struggled yeah you know and he had like I mean, getting an MFA gets you somewhere in terms of acting to a certain extent. To a certain extent. Not really, but... In theater more theater than anything. Theater, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think also, similarly, having watched my dad go through the industry yeah. and, like, dad, he, he was a working actor, but, yeah. like, there was a lot of times where he was just, like, literally yeah. left heartbroken. And yeah. it and he was like, don't do this yeah, life. Yeah, 100%. He was I, like, do not. That, I think, is really where it comes from. Is like, my uncle would be like, never be an actor, be a producer. If yeah. you want to do something creative, be a producer. Don't, 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 Because, like, I was always so drawn to theater. And I just, mm-hmm. like, I this is my, like, rabbit hole that I go down. It's like, what would I have been if I had ignored that voice, if I didn't mm, have that and voice? Just and just, threw yourself like, into something that was. Took the opportunities. Yeah. Because there was always a part of me holding back. Mm-hmm. Even now, like, there's always that part. Like, I'm always holding back. I'm always holding you back. You always and have, like, affects, one foot, half out. Yeah, and it affects, like, my performance. It affects, like, how much I'm able to commit. It affects the energy I bring into it. But it's, like, mm. little things. It's, like, if I had done, like, more theater. Like, I wouldn't do the really intense theater camps because, like, well, I want to do other things. So, like, I wouldn't do, like. Right. I didn't. Like, you wanted to round out your resume. Yeah, or, like, why didn't I go to a school that had more like film and tv writing and stuff right. like that and were I there schools here like that in college oh i meant for college. oh college. college college of course of course of course um because i've always really loved writing but it was just like i got into like my head about like okay, you have to find something more 
practical and right i do regret not being an english major in college just like broadly yeah i I really like my favorite classes i took in college were and but like like comparative literature classes but like just english class all my i did take quite a few and those were my favorite classes by far but um, i loved comparative lit classes yeah but i really loved and i should have just i'm like because i was I ended up with a theater minor, but I'm like, I just never fully committed to it. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, like, declare. I, th- I just, like, did it because it's what I cared. And so I think I'm reaching a point where I'm having to have this, like, really hard conversation with myself of, like, because I'm applying, you know, whatever. It's just, like, I don't know what the next step is for me. And I think it's a part of me is, like, do I just full send it and just try because I can, you mm-hmm. know, like worst case scenario i go back to and whatever else i could literally go to school get a degree you know like there's, yeah there's always there's those things stopping me. those structures like, aren't going no away. matter what i'll be fine yeah and yeah. so i'm like at what point do you just kind of like give yourself the permission to like full send it and th- i completely understand and feel the same way too yeah. like all those what ifs of yeah yeah just like having been more honest with mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. and then listen to the honesty it's like those two yeah. things combined yeah. because sometimes i'm lying to i used to also lie to myself yeah so there was 100%. something to listen to and then yeah. i would hear the voices and then i wouldn't act on them right but then we have to what i try to remind myself is that what i do have the power mm-hmm. to do is not be 38 yeah. And say that I did that at right. 28. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can now get my... Right. Do it. And I'm like, I'm literally 24. Yeah. But yeah. I'm just like, the times I feel most energized is when I'm working on a creative project. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously I love... I love activism and I'll always be... But like in college, even I got to a point... Like, I feel like COVID undid this work for me. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I was starting to get to a point where it's like, I can be creative. I'm going to be creative. I'm going to be creative. Like, literally my junior year of college, I was like, how do I make this work? I'm going to move to LA. I'm going to, like, work in TV. Like, th- mm-hmm. I'm just going to make it happen. I don't care. I'll do whatever it takes. Yeah. And then when COVID hit. Just stopped when momentum. I was like, like, at the end of my junior year, going, I was like, well, I can't. Now, I can't go get, like, a senior, a junior year like junior summer internship you can't because PA there somewhere. wasn't and then i was like yeah there's literally nothing in entertainment and then there's not gonna be for a while and then i was like okay well i guess i gotta just like find something else else and activism was just something that i knew and it just kind of fell into place and i'm good at it mm-hmm. um but i don't the type of activist that i actually want to be i cannot be in the world that i am in oh uh, yeah and I think that that's also holding you back. Yeah. 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 Anyway, well, we, got, we got deep there. We are f- slowly freeing ourselves yeah. from the binds of a late capitalistic <laughs> society. <laughs> yeah. Still no job. Chris said I don't have to apply until oh. I get back from. That's good. That's freeing at least. Yeah. So that's I'm just going to enjoy the wedding and then <laughs> figure out what money I, I can that. have what i can find but yeah money 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 oh one thing was um that they that the boys said i could maybe do jake jacob and carlos was because like you know i can fit my fist in mm-hmm, my mouth mm-hmm. if i made an only fans where i'm like fitting my fist in my mouth and my f- front uh, half of my foot in my mouth yeah or just like large objects yeah that actually would probably do well so that might be what i do <laughs> in lieu of a career <laughs> But um yeah, this was a great episode. Yeah. You you 
slayed this episode. You Sam. slayed this episode. You're really good. I'm really still just thinking over your answers for gay straight bi parts of weddings. You had such good answers. I really, you brought some heat too. Thank you. I, I appreciate really it. it. This uh, was good. I feel like we were us. Yeah, we were us. You know, we 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 know that we took a little bit of a left turn last for our <laughs> premiere episode of season two. We're so fucking demented, Samantha, to be like, you know what we should do? Two comedians. We should just, in a not funny way at all, discuss outright our stances on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict and, like, sandwich it between some games. But, like, that was really unhinged of us. And honestly, I'm not saying sorry. I'm just saying... We're back. <laughs> this is who we are. This is more who we are. Return to self. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. We'll uh, be back in two weeks. Because this is a bi-weekly podcast. podcast because we're bisexuals. Yeah. Uh, I've been Sarah W. I'm Samantha Schwimmer. See you next time. These dancing Jews.